Hello friends and folks, and welcome to the Scanline Media Gimmick Awards 2020. I am Six Detmar. I'm Jennifer Uncle. I'm Kyrie Page. And I'm not sure what order these are going up in, so this might be the first one or this might not. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. Could also This is the first one we're recording, for, so, you know. Yep. Also, people can listen to this in just about any order they want, so that's True. another wrinkle. <laughs> so here is here is a special rule for this year i've been thinking about it and usually we've been doing uh one winner and two runners up right yeah uh-huh. i feel like the number of runners up should vary based on what we feel right if we have a category where there are a bunch of care bunch of things we think are good we can have more than two runners up or if we don't think anyone deserves to be a runner up we can do that too you know okay so uh Keeping that in mind, we're here to talk about the worst direction. Indeed. Uh, this uh, this category was created because uh, the Game Awards had a category called Best Direction, and boy, did I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's their choices were certainly something. They didn't have anything to do with the direction. It was just, I liked this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah. Um and maybe also I know the name of a person who worked on it, right? Right. They didn't, don't know if they did a good job. They did not. But <laughs> I know a person's name. Um, Jen, what are our nominees for Worst Direction? So we have The Last of Us Part 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Watch Dogs Legion, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Receiver 2, and Cooking Mama Cookstar. So just right off the bat, I'm going to take off uh, Receiver 2. I just wanted to put it on here quickly to mention um, a choice that Receiver 2 made that really upset me. Okay. Uh, Receiver 2 is a game about, like, gun safety and mental health. That's right. I remember this now. And it doesn't really tell you that until you're in it. And um, until there's sort of like like a almost like a jump scare of you shooting yourself in the head. In first person, and I found that really upsetting. Yeah, that's like a really fucked up thing to put in your game without warning people first. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the game does interesting stuff with the discussion of mental health. I think it's a little clumsy. Um, but yeah, you need to warn people about that before you make them shoot themselves. So I just wanted to mention it on here as a like, like generally, I don't, I think Receiver 2 does some cool stuff, but like, what the hell, man? Yeah. And, like, they have something at the beginning that mentions it has themes of mental health, but that doesn't really... That's that's lowballing what actually happens in it. Yeah. Yeah, and you think you know what it is, because there's, like, there's talking about, like, oh, this person was depressed, so they got into the receiver program. And you're like, okay, themes of mental health, got it. And then you pick up a tape of someone leaving, like, a really sad, like, like suicide note to their daughter, and then you shoot yourself. And you're like, I wish you hadn't done that to me. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, bad job. Yeah, like I think I, I think there's one thing that I noticed a little more in 2020 is like people definitely talking about like what you know the contents of a game like before it comes out like what you need to talk about and mm-hmm. I think it's really important that I, I've seen a few games like in 2020 that actually implemented you know, content warnings and trigger warnings and things like that in their game and they're better for it. And 
I think if the direction of receiver two was a little better, they would have probably, you know, put up a more detailed warning. Yeah, for sure. On that note, it kind of makes us wish that we had played Twin Mirror at some point, uh, which is Don't Nod's uh, latest game they released last month, because uh, that game has an that game handles mental health too in the form of occasionally in your mind palace you'll go into an infinite runner where you have to avoid running into the mirrors with the bad messages and run into the good mirrors with messages of self-empowerment. Cool. Cool, <laughs> cool great. Yeah. It sounds awesome. All I'm saying is that if I had played that game at some point, it would probably have made this list. Uh, I don't have a lot of respect for don't for don't nod. I feel like they make some pretty ham-fisted games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like when we came into this, I thought that it would be more of a clear-cut category, but then I remembered that Cooking Mama Cookstar happened. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking Mama yes, Cookstar is a hilarious case, all things considered. <laughs> Yeah, like, I probably don't know the details as well as Six, but, uh, like, that game was not supposed to come out, like, at least not in the form that it was released, because the orig- the people who owned the-, the license got a hold of it at some point, they were like, no, this is not cool, and... And a lot of the sound effects from the game were ripped from YouTube videos of previous Cooking Mama games? And uh, when you when you did like recording stuff, it like the gain was blown out. The game basically functioned, right? It's not it's not like hottest met. Well, it might be just from a business standpoint, but like getting the license to release a game in a series, and then the license holder saying stop, don't put it out, and then putting it out, and then like having an active like on shelf battle to sell it to people as the person who owns the license is like stop it, is uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, plus it was such a clusterfuck launch that for a while people thought that uh, they were installing Bitcoin miners on your Switch. No, it was just that. Uh, I think it was just so poorly optimized that it uh, caused your Switch to like overheat or something like that. Yeah, it did do that. Um, and people started spinning all sorts of wild theories about what the problem was, like I'm not going to attribute the the Bitcoin miner thing to being against cooking Mama Cookstar. That's just the internet, you know, like like fucking conspiracy theory machine having a field day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but that game is a train wreck. Uh, I have a physical copy. Yeah, you better hold on to it. Its value will only go up. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it goes. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes no one wants it. Uh, um, I do remember there was a pretty good like video on uh, cooking mama cookstar that kind of laid out the details as to what happened and that was it's gosh what a what a game like you Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. would think that the process of releasing a game in 2020 would be a simple thing but no they (laughs) decided to make it complicated so I want to knock Watch Dogs Legion off this list. Um, it's here along with Assassin's Creed because of the whole Ubisoft uh, abuse kerfuffle. Um, 
but my understanding is uh, the management of Assassin's Creed is way more involved in that than the management of, of Watch Dogs was. Mm-hmm. Watch Dogs is just a game that kind of like had an identity and then got watered down incredibly hard is what it feels like. Um, I don't think its direction is very good, but it's not the worst. Like, it seems to be, at the very least, the game is playable, but the problem is, it seems like most of the problem with Ubisoft's direction, just in general, is their culture of abuse, which is a big, mm-hmm. bad problem. Yeah, and that's, and I think it's it's like, I mean, the, the director of Assassin's Creed Valhalla was fired for abuse before the game came out, so I'm not really ready to see that one go. Yeah, it... It stays for now, at least as a runner-up, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, what's left in this category that we haven't talked about is Last of Us Part Two and Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> which are atrociously badly directed. Oh, um, boy. Those games are wow zowie Yeah. Though, <laughs> if it was worse director, I feel like it would be a much more clear-cut winner. I I don't know. This is like it is kind of a toss up between the two because The Last of Us Part Two has a dog shit director uh, whose name I am blanking on at the moment. Neil Neil Druckmann. Neil Suckman. Neil Suckman. That's right. Uh, he I was confusing him with another dog shit director, Coy Balrog. I mean, like, listen. If 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 the title of this category was "fuck off," Last of Us Part Two would win. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the 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 important thing to note, I think, with The Last of Us Part Two is there was an extensive article that ran in Kotaku like a few months before it released that talked about how seventy percent of the lead designers left the company after Uncharted Four because of how bad the working situations were. People were hospitalized making The Last of Us Part Two, and. When you listen to when you listen to Neil describe it on in various interviews he did for magazines like GQ and the like, he basically talks about how at a very early age he watched a video of a hate crime being performed and his reaction to that was initially like, "Oh, I would do unspeakable things to the person who committed this hate crime." But then his reaction to that for Last of Us Part 2 is what if I'm the monster for wanting to hurt someone who did a hate crime? And what is, how do you reach that conclusion? That's the hard part is the second part of it is all of this work is, you know, like treating people like shit, hospitalizing them, people leaving because they hate the condition so much is to produce a game that's fucking stupid as hell. Right. Because like the story, like I watched a recap of like the story of Last of Us Part 2. And as I've never played Last of Us Part 1, but at least Last of Us Part 1 seemed to have like something resembling a coherent narrative, a stupid narrative, but a coherent one. Mm-hmm. Um, Last of Us Part 2 is completely up its own ass and in multiple directions. Yeah. Like, a significant part of the main conflict between the humans, as uh, discussed by other people who have written pretty good op-eds about it, is that uh, it's more or less Neil Druckmann taking the Israel-Palestine conflict and mapping it onto a zombie video game. 
And uh, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, not not great. Um, I do want to take a moment to shout out us. I don't usually do this, but like, <laughs> hey, guess guess who the year Last of Us came out didn't give it any Goatee Awards. High five, Jen. <laughs> Ahead of the pack. Oh, I will give. Uh, I will uh, step in for six to give you the high five, Jen. Okay. Nice, nice. But come on, you could don't leave me hanging. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Come on, put some oomph in it. But yeah, it's on top of that. He's just been on Twitter, like to a terminal degree, where he'll he he'll he'll basically he's doing his best to steer the narrative of criticism about the working practices to like. Oh, people don't like that we have queer relationships in our game, or oh, people got upset because Abby is too ripped or whatever. When it's like people have very valid criticisms over the way your company is run and the things you've done to create this game that like at one point basically really revels in the way that uh Ellie is killing this black woman in the most gruesome way possible and it's like just thinking about the game makes my skin crawl honestly okay i'm about to say something buck wild sure should we cut cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) i don't know cyberpunk 2077 has a lot of fuck shit too yeah, well, it does, but it might be more suited for hottest mess because I don't know how much is the direction or just everything like cyberpunk. Like, okay, Last of Us is like, if, okay, let's talk about traffic accidents, right? Uh huh. Last of Us is one asshole tried to run the light and created a huge accident, right? Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk is cars like the 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 traffic light freaked out and every single car hit the gas at once. And it's like, who's responsible for this? God, it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's... But wouldn't that be indicative of the poor direction of Cyberpunk 2077 that it, we have no idea where it went wrong? So I've watched some people... I've well, I've watched a few people play through various parts of Cyberpunk 2077. And I do think it has bad direction. But it has bad direction in a... Like, if it had been any other production company... It would have been the kind of bad direction where it's a serviceable 50 to 60 hour campaign that is just like all over the place in terms of writing and uh, tries some interesting things but completely fails and doesn't really know how to take the ideas it's working with and uh, turn them into something interesting. Yeah, I think for me, I think the problem more less the relies with the direction, though, I mean, like... Jen, you talk about having watched videos. I have the game. I played the game. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on a base PS4, right? On a base PS4, yes. And I have a lot of problems with the direction. I have a lot of problems with some of its like perspective about social issues and things. Um, but at the end of the day, I think most of the blame for how Cyberpunk turned out lies on like the like the board of directors for CD Projekt, not on the director of the game, who was following directions. I don't think he did a great job, he or she or whoever. I don't think the direction is great, but I think it's more a victim of the, like, the pressure from, like, corporate officers than the director. Yeah, like, specifically, some of the most, some of the most public high-profile stuff surrounding this game has been through, like, 
conference calls that the board is giving to <laughs> its investors and things like that. And basically constantly having to send apologies afterwards to the rest of the team being like, oh, we... We heard, We know that you saw what we said there, and we fucked up by representing you the wrong way. We're sorry. So it definitely seems like upper management across the board in that company is an absolute chaotic nightmare. And don't get me wrong. We have other awards where Cyberpunk will get its due. Uh, I have another category in mind that I think it will win. So... I feel okay saying it's not the worst direction. Yeah, like, you know, like, thinking about it, Cyberpunk 2077, at the end of the day, is still, like, it has some, it has some ideas It doesn't execute on them very well, but at least there are some ideas in there, I guess. But, mm-hmm. like, Last of Us Part Two is just rotten top to bottom. It's rancid in every way. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, uh, you know, spoilers, I think we're going to do, I mean, this is going to be an instance where I think we're probably going to do two two nominee, or two runners-up and one winner, and I think The Last of Us Part 2 has to win, because Cooking Mama Cookstar is a hilarious debacle and has a lot of problems, but playing it, it's just like, okay, this just feels like one of those DS games. It's fine, yeah. basically. Um, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I, I, you know, I definitely want it on the list, right? I want it to be mentioned, because its abuses are disgusting, but the game itself is not that reprehensible. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, at the very least, um, from what I've seen of Jen play it, uh, has been, like, not the worst thing I've ever seen committed to a disc. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're in agreement that the winner is Last of Us Part 2 with runners-up Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Cooking Mama Cookstar? Yeah, I'm pretty good with that uh, that result. All right. Uh, Cyberpunk, you dodged a goddamn bullet. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you, you, you succeeded by being too much of a mess for this category. <laughs> yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, is... You know what? I will say something about Cyberpunk 2077. Watching a friend uh, play through the uh, endings of Cyberpunk 2077, there is some, like, decent stuff in there, in the endings at the very least. Like, there's one in which you basically align yourself with the super evil mega corporation, and you end up on the, like, uh, mind if I do spoilers for a game? Uh, hmm. Yeah, let's let's not right now. Yeah, let's, okay. let's not do that. It's possible it could come, if you think it's really good, we could bring it up in uh, best moment. It's an interesting moment. I don't think it's best moment, but it's interesting. Okay. Maybe maybe we bring it up to each other off the air then. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us for the our worst direction category. Category. Fuck um, the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. This was this category was written as I was watching the Game Awards and getting incredibly angry at Neil Druckmann, surprised that he won. <laughs> really, a, really a coup <laughs> um, we will see you for more categories very soon peace see ya later <laughs>